0: Welcome to the Clone Saga Chronicles uh, 2.0 feed from SpideyDude.com. If you're listening to one of these older episodes, you'll hear references to our Podomatic website and a voicemail number, which is now defunct. So if you're a new listener who just found this uh, podcast, pay no mind to the links that we give out, like CloneSagaChronicles.Podomatic.com or our voicemail number. Enjoy this classic episode of Clone Saga Chronicles.
1: Hello folks, welcome back to the one-stop shop for the Clone Saga. I am Zach Joyner and this is the Clone Saga Chronicle. Whoa!
2: I don't think I even want to hear your story. All of you must hear the Scarlet Spider story.
3: My name is Ben Riley. related to this reality's Peter
4: Parker. How? I'm his clone. Or maybe he's my clone. We're not sure. I'm the real Spider-Man. I don't know what kind of mind game this is, but I'm the real Spider-Man, the real Peter Parker. You see, I'm really, really Clones.
1: I thought I was that clone. I tried to stay out of Peter's life by taking on a new identity, dyed my hair, and changed my name to Ben Riley.
2: When I became a costume hero, the Scarlet Spider, it really made him angry. But the next big blow came from Dr. Kurt Connors. He discovered that, according to our genetic structures, it might be Peter who was the clone, not me. That news pushed
3: Peter Parker over the edge. Now he hated me with a passion. This is starting to sound like a bad
1: comic book plot. It gets worse.
2: Why didn't you just tell
5: me I was a clone? The cloning process has proven unstable. You're coming
1: apart. You know, this, this episode is one I've really been anticipating. I Really, I have. Um, this debate, I think, that we're going to do in this episode is going to be really fun. But first, let me introduce you just to my pals. i got uh, four guys on the show tonight. And first, let me introduce to you the site contributor, Bertoni. He's also the editor of the show an all-around nice guy. You can listen to him host and co-host several shows, notably Bertoni Beetle Bonanza and the Amazing Spider-Man Classics. Welcome, sir.
0: That nice guy thing is just a rumor. Don't believe it. <laughs>
1: uh, and of course, we welcome back Jason Berserk Fury Eight One Nine on our message boards, hailing from Detroit. He brings the pain like a death metal ju- kick to the junk. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely
3: true. Hey, folks. Good to be back.
1: Well, do you like that did you like that intro better because you were like, Oh, I hate my intro last time.
3: No, I love that. That's great.
1: Okay, there you go. Uh and dude, seriously, this next guy I got that I'm introducing to you is he's, he's been on almost every episode and he's a, just a freaking great dude. His name's Gerard Delatour. He's the flagship reviewer for the Spider Man crawl space. He's also a kick ass artist, and you can check out his work at dmanart. at spidertour two Welcome, sir.
6: I agree with all of those things, except the incorrect link you gave at the end. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: oh! I'm sorry. Fire202.deviantart.com. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and now to my favorite sidekick. I mean, he's my favorite. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dom. Was that the wrong podcast? I'm hey, sorry. Ben, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dom and Morgan Grant, ladies and gentlemen. All four of you, ladies. Um, <laughs> he does the Amazing Spider-Man classics, which is not the sidekick of for Tony and Johnny Wilson, but he's the sidekick of the Spectacular Webs. At least at the holy, how do is that? <laughs> so, <laughs> this episode deals with the most controversial issue of the Clone Saga. New Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> spectacular <laughs> Spider-Man number 226. The Trial of Peter Parker. Part 4. <laughs> of oh, 4. Yeah. At last the one true Spider-Man's revealed. Until next time we reveal it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the debate with the big question, what's more controversial, one more day part 4, which is Amazing Spider-Man number 545 or the or this particular issue? Trial of Peter Parker, Part 4, Spectacular Spider-Man, number 226. We'll have a debate between Jason and everybody else on the panel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding, Jason. Uh, But first, we'll get our emails, voicemails, and iTunes reviews. We'll start with the iTunes reviews. We got four since last time. Um, And I'm going to do the negative. We got a two-star review and then three five-star reviews. And I'm going to go ahead and get the negative review out first because... (laughs)
3: <laughs>
5: because
1: I, I it's it's dealing with a a offhand comment apparently that I made in the very first episode and uh, to Jim uh, Yost who wrote the uh, wrote the iTunes review he says the title should reflect content which was posted on June 28, two thousand ten. He says, I found this podcast kind of randomly a few days back and downloaded all the episodes sight unseen because I was thrilled that somebody had put something together about this era of Spider-Man. This morning, I headed off to work with the first episode pumping through my speakers, but it only made it a half hour before stopping playback and deleting all the episodes. Seriously, there's room for people for any type of political stripe to be Spidey fans, but if you're going to choose to alienate anybody who does not get off on the president's middle name like a weapon and loathes Rush, why not mention this is a Spidey podcast from a conservative political approach? There's nothing wrong with that. Then at least folks like me can save our time. I'm disappointed to find this, but I was a faithful Crawl Space listener for a good year plus, right up to right-wing ideology. (laughs) Be Uh, nice. Started to bleed through that conversation, too. I even realized you,
6: <laughs>
1: you were,
0: Jason be
1: nice Jason mute your mic till I finish this sorry i didn't even realize you were one of the parties involved but it still never occurred to me that political bs would show up in such a quote unquote niche podcast all i'm saying is clearly you're trying to reach less than a riley friendly audience but a specifically a o'reilly friendly audience so call it like it is i'm sure you have guys w- with you guys have plenty of great ideas about the books, but the rhetoric is a roadblock. Okay. Thank you, sir, for leaving a two-star review and not a one.
0: <laughs>
1: but let me be completely and utterly honest about this whole political thing. Um, number one, we have two conservatives on the podcast. And th- uh, two... Where? Where? Sorry. I know. Uh, we have two self-professed liberals on the podcast, and we have one guy that's kind of neutral to Obama. So I think our political spectrum is pretty well balanced, number one. And number two, um,
0: we don't talk about politics that much. <laughs> I, I, think,
1: I, I think I've made a grand total of two mentions of Obama. I think one was a Spidey reference, if I remember correctly, to where – Hey, we'll post, we'll uh, we'll publish uh, an Obama issue, and it'll sell like hotcakes. I think is what I said uh, on one episode. I don't think it was in the first one, but I think it was in one of the later ones. So if I'm making a Spidey reference to Obama and the fact that it did so, I, it's not like I'm making an untrue statement. It's not like the Obama issue didn't, you know, you know, was collecting dust with commemorative plates or anything like that. It was just <laughs> it flew off as the shelf. As much show. as
3: we may wish it was.
0: Oh,
1: Sorry, hey, oh we're gonna get a Sorry.
0: Our next bad review. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so.
1: so to Jim, I, I'm sorry that you you feel that way. Um, I do encourage you to listen to, to the rest of the episodes. If you want to fast forward through the, any political discussion that does not happen on this show, um, great. <laughs> I thought the O'Reilly reference was cute. Um, am I upset about this? Now I, I I am a little baffled by it, but uh, not upset. I hate that you know I lost a listener because I made some offhand comment, but. You know, I will try to keep my my mouth shut when it comes to when it comes to uh, Barry or Obama, Barack, as he, he ber- likes to be called these days. Anyway, like I say, um, I, I'm sorry that you stopped listening to Crawl Space because of me. Uh, our next iTunes review is posted the same day as by the Extreme Spider. He's posted it again. He said, "How do you think Ben Riley should be introduced in current brand new day continuity? Should he be a huge part in reversing everything the way it was, or should he sacrifice himself in order to reverse everything back to normal?"
5: What do you they sacrifice I... themselves to bring back Kraven. <laughs> oh, no. no. Uh, well, we, can, we can
0: use another clone for that.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll talk... Actually, we're going to probably end up reviewing Grim Hunt in a later episode. So. Oh,
0: yeah, because it looks like it's going to be Clone Saga. Uh, please, no sacrifices. If you're going to bring back Ben Riley, don't, like, kill him off right after <laughs> you bring him back. Let's, like, hey, Ben's back. Oh, hey, look, there's a glider. <laughs> and they're, they're God, I'm not going to make the same mistake I did. Oh, no, the glider's coming from the front. I was prepared for it to come from the back again. Uh-oh.
1: Exactly. That, that No, I, I think... Uh, there's a way of doing it, considering I would not want these guys right now handling Ben Riley at all. Uh, I have not minded how they've handled Kane, but I really don't want to see them handled. Because Ben Riley would – I'm sorry. As much as I hate to say it, Ben Riley would be redundant because you've already got the swinging single-peter, and that's what Ben Riley is.
3: You know it, Peter. It, it, really? Kane, Kane being a b- didn't bother you at all? Um, we'll get to that in a
0: little bit. Kane's motivation being completely like all of a sudden he hates Peter, but he doesn't hate Peter. Then he hates Peter. Then he thinks Peter's the clone. Then he knows Peter's not the clone.
1: I've been enjoying Grim Hunt. Try, quit trying to ruin it for me. I'm
0: not talking – I'm talking about <laughs> like no, 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 the no, no, stories no. before Grim Hunt.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, no, I had – I mean, if you go back and listen to the Who Has Been rallied, which, I, Bertoni, I think you need to repost that because it's still coming up.
3: 20%. Craven's last one is my favorite story. I'm ruining Grim Hunt for you one way or the other i I know I do grim hunt or Craven's last hunt's
1: one of my favorite stories too. It's just are yeah anyway, we're not getting into that debate
0: okay, um one debate at a time guys
1: anyway i I don't think he I don't think he should be introduced because the way they've been handling everything is they don't they didn't obviously read any of the books before they're just going off of what honestly what I think is hearsay, and it just didn't work for me so i i, I don't want to see Ben Riley in the current brand New day got What about you guys?
0: If he does but, come back, I'd like them to do kind of what he did at the beginning of uh, the Clone Saga, where he just like kind of did meta commentary, like I can't believe that Peter was stupid enough to make a deal with Venom. <laughs> just like comment and be like, "Wow, Peter, you you were a paparazzi. You were like just like rip into him for all the mistakes." you
5: What's a Michelle? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: And yeah, Black sorry. Cat.
5: And, yeah, uh, I
3: I'd, I'd rather he. I mean, unless they use him to re- reverse the deal, I-, I just assume not have him in. The deal never day. happened, remember? Sorry.
5: Next time we do the Black Cat, wear the Scarlet Spider mask. And, <laughs>
1: uh. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, to our third review, or third iTunes review. Uh, Mutant Sentry left this one on June 27th, the day before. <laughs> Man, we all got these in the past couple of days that we're recording this. A funny and informative review of a confusing and frustrating few years of Spidey comics. A storyline with loads of potential which tended to, to meander. I like that.
4: <laughs> meander.
1: I'm curious to see if we will see reviews of Ben's appearances in non-Clone Saga stuff. Like uh, <laughs> Marvel vs. DC where he laid the, laid the smacketh down... I had the THs at the end on Super Clone Boy. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty... By Carnage's Blood on June 11th. If you're a Spidey fan, you gotta check this out. If you grew up in the 90s and are a Spider-Man fan, you need to check this out. These guys know their stuff, or anyone who read the Clone Zag when it first came out knows how beep confusing the (laughs) whole situation was. Sadly, I don't know how it really ended until years later, due to not having a place to get issues on a regular basis, but even then still confused, oh, sad day well, this is what we're there for, buddy uh this group of guys have helped up clear up any questions I still had about the series. also Ben Raleigh was the only good thing to come out, and I miss this character a lot. Having another spider along pier was also who was also related, and it seemed like a natural flow of things to happen until they kill them off the bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, this has become my new favorite podcast. and I listen to it. If it listen to it before any others I have, any other ones I have. So keep the awesome work. Keep up the awesome work, guys. I'll keep. Oh, there's more. <laughs> I'll keep listening. Carnage Blood from the Man Crossbase Forums. Thank you, Carnage Blood. That was nice. That was really nice. I, that that yeah, makes me favorite
0: open. podcast.
6: Hey, awesome.
1: Dude, that's, I think it's the first time we've ever heard that. We're the favorite
6: podcast. Woohoo. Anyway. Well, and that clearly makes me worry about this guy. Like, he must be some kind of escape mental patient or something like this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or every other podcast that he's listening to is by Yes. (laughs) (laughs) His name is getting bleeped out. Uh,
5: He even was How could he?
1: Okay, anyway, that was that wraps up our iTunes reviews and uh next up is our voicemails. <laughs> These two voicemails. Oh voicemail. god. <laughs> this oh, this here first we go. voicemail. This, this is a guy that you were you might remember from last episode. And uh I think this one's more entertaining than the last.
4: <laughs> Hello. I'm trying to get through to the Viagra customer service line. I've got an emergency here Uh Uh-oh. I think I just called the Clone Saga Podcast again. I don't know how you guys keep finding your way into my speed dial, but it's really starting to get under my skin. And if it happens one more time, I'm going to put you on the phone with my uh, my lawyer. My lawyer, he's going to talk to you guys. He's going to... Oh, here he is now. Yo, give me the fuck. Give me me the fuck. Yo, yo, yo. Who, who is this? Who is this man? He's been trying to get through on the Viagra support line for what is it now? The past hour and a half. Now I got other things I need to be doing other than talking to you, Spider-Man clone saga fan podcasting people. I got other things. I run a nightclub here, and it is the swankiest, most classiest, high ritziest nightclub in the whole. City, we got the we got the gentlemen coming in and they tuxedos and they, they women they coming in and they gowns and they just sitting around all evening listening to the beautiful love songs and I got to get going on down there because I got a contractual dispute with one of my lead singers and I don't got time to fool around with none of this jive headed turkey nonsense. You guys sitting there just wasting everybody's time sitting there talking about your green goblins and your your spider clones and your spider sides and your symbiotes and your, your clone sagas. And I do get a whole lot of enjoyment out of this out of this here program, although I do happen to think that they're that you guys definitely need to start rethinking some of your staffing decisions. What what with Zach Joyner, he's just got a serious attitude problem. I just, I just don't like the sound of his voice and the way he can just prattle on and 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 on, and on all night long. It's just annoying. And I got to tell you, it's really getting under my skin, although I do think he raises a great many good points on many different occasions and, Seem to have lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, stay out of my yard.
1: Okay, first of all, your lawyer sucks, dude. Old man, your lawyer sucks
4: because number one, he took
1: a complete shot at me. I mean, com- I mean that was just a shot across the straight jaw. Although I love how he's like, uh, he brings up some good points pretty often, but I still think he sucks. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> Uh, it, was it wasn't exactly exactly as we're praising but uh, <laughs> I mean that was that was I, I guess that's fair because Bertone gave him such crap about you know taking a shot at him last episode so you know thank you I do appreciate the uh, your continued listening and, and uh, keep sending this list of voicemails because they're pretty comical.
0: Yeah old uh, Glenn Beck Viagra guy <laughs> every voicemails better than the last please please never stop. <laughs> I mean, maybe one day we'll even have you on the show to like you know do a, to to like review an issue.
1: Yeah, that that'll be fun.
0: You are, you are the you are the bar that we set for against for every other voicemail. <laughs> I give this issue four out of
3: five O'Reilly factors.
0: <laughs> now we're gonna get another bad iTunes review. <laughs> well, I It'll give work. it four out of five Keith Olbermanns. <gasps> what now? Oh. Yeah, we're being forgotten oh. well. It's on now. <laughs> I care. You betcha. Okay,
1: the um, tell you the phone number to call. Oh wait, we have another voicemail. I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> well, you both, you the... should just <laughs> keep on going with that. Uh, no, I, 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 don't don't want, to, I don't. I don't, don't want. Bad. I don't think. I don't want
1: little Hollister to be threatening to blow up. A, you know. My house or something. Um Two zero six three three nine five five seven zero is the phone number to call. We get do have one more voicemail for, um, Hollister from Hollister for mayor. Here's his voicemail.
2: Congratulations, Clone Saga, on becoming older than me, Hollister for mayor. And to congratulate you properly, I will sing a parody song on Michael Jackson's P P Y T C S E Clone Saga Chronicles. I want to listen to you. I want C.S.C. I want to listen to you. C.S.C. That's really all I can say. Other than I've gotten both ep- epic books. I'm loving it. And all I can say about the at the moment is, I hate myself for loving you. And, um well, I hope this podcast doesn't another one bites the dust. And another one gone, and another one gone. And I've been having a lot of fun listening to it. And Bertoni, you're awesome. Jason, you're awesome. And so is Detroit. It's a mile high. But um bum Shh. Gerard, Dr- you're awesome. Bertoni. wait. Zach, you're awesome. Even though I think Glenn Beck sucks. Seriously. Seriously. Glenn Beck, seriously. Seriously. All right. Well, anyway, I'm out. This is Hollister from Air signing out. C.S.C. I want the Clone Sega Chronicles. I want to... You should definitely hear my P.Y.T. version of Star Spangled Banner. That's definitely... S.S.B. Star Spangled... Nikla Majka Bluris. And in case you fool, can't speak, Klingon, that means well done, Good, well, hello, well done, beginning of show. I'm that fool can't speak Klingon. That's right, now let me repeat that one more time for you guys to have a phrase in Klingon, like to put me your opening or something. Nikla Majka rest. well done, Show. beginning of show, goodbye. So, this is me, Mr. T, with some Star Trek mix in, signing out.
1: Okay, first, concerning the voicemail, um, well, sir, Mr. Hollister, um, <laughs> you're quoting Michael Jackson, and uh, as much as I appreciate you, you know, turning a Michael Jackson song, uh, talk, complimenting CSC, um, I'm a little uncomfortable
0: <laughs> quoting a Michael Jackson song. Just... Yeah. Should we say his <laughs> age? I mean, are we going to assume that every single person here knows like how old? No, no, no. no. Like that?
1: I, I, I'm a little uncomfortable with a guy your age quoting a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> I, I do know how old you are, sir, and I do love the fact that you're listening to the show and you've been enjoying it. Um, just a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but, and the Klingon thing, I just, I didn't get. Um, I really didn't get. No offense, sir, but. Uh, I do appreciate you seeing those voicemails at 206-339-5570. <laughs> that's t- 206-339-5570 is the phone number to call. And finally, the voice uh, I have two emails because remember I, I griped about uh, the emails and not get not being able to send those out or not getting any sent in. I'm sorry. And you didn't
6: uh, I, a temper tantrum.
1: I, yeah, I kind of that's kind of did throw a temper tantrum. Thank you Gerard for Miley keeping me Miley Cyrus
0: up. gets to live another day. <laughs> for
1: now. <laughs> yeah. Down.
0: And Her be skank.
6: super slutty too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she went from wholesome to skank in like a week. It's great.
0: We're going to get like That's a just bad just... review over that. Like how dare you make fun of, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter.
5: Welcome.
0: I've seen every uh, episode of Hannah Montana and I'm a subscriber of the official Hannah Montana podcast.
6: <laughs> <I can't> imagine <laughs> if there was one.
0: What would they the talk problem? about? Okay. Talk about how um, no one
3: knows that Miley Cyrus is actually Hannah Montana unless she puts the wig on. Shh. There there there's a mental
0: block.
1: Yeah.
3: It's like it's a psychic blind spot. No yeah, one knows exactly. who she is. She okay. Getting back father. to our emails.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she made a deal with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> okay back to the emails
1: back to the emails Steve Steve J. Rogers leaves one to me and he says you want emails you can't handle the emails okay I uh, had, had an idea to flesh out the speech from a few good men into a nice parody but just don't have the time or the inclination to do so and to fit podcasting feedback into a speech on why code reds are necessary don't ask don't tell policy when it comes to military discipline Thank you for spoiling the entire movie, Good Men, for the listeners that haven't heard, haven't watched that movie. Just kidding, Steve. Be that as it may, I was making a comment about Gerard New York, quote unquote, elitism a few episodes back when it comes to the George Washington or Brooklyn Bridge. No, it's not elitism at all. It's the writers and illustrators, especially in the post 1980s information boom, are working in different areas of the country and the world, but it's still the editors for the books. But still, the editors for the books were very much in New York City and should know the difference between bridges around the New York City area. But then again, that is the hallmark of the Clone Saga after all, sloppy editing. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I wouldn't necessarily say sloppy. Well, well, no, I'd agree with that. <laughs> I, there's some times where it's sloppy editing, but it's I, I still view the editing as a lot tighter than what we're getting right now, but that's just me. Anyways, thank you, Steve, for leave, leaving that email. Um, um, we have several questions from from Nova Number One on the Crawl Space Forums. He says, "Hey guys, some of you would know me as Nova Number One from my comments on Spidey.com or from the Marvel forums. First, I sent this back in March. I don't know why you guys didn't get it. Oops. Thought I'd resend it since you guys haven't hadn't gotten emails last episode. Well, here I go." I've been having a conversation with an online friend of mine on the subject of Ben replacing Pete as Spider-Man. I believe Ben should have never taken up being Spider-Man, as fans would never accept him over Peter. My friend believes that Ben had earned the right to be Spider-Man. Not surprising that it, was, I was, it wasn't successful the first time around, but my friend believes that there are scenarios that it would be successful. Obviously, I disagree with him. He also said that we have two Spider- we could have two Spider-Man running around in the Marvel Universe of today, having been in the black costume, not the studio, but the cloth version. I think the only way for Ben to be seen as a completely dependent char- different character is to have him remain as the Skrull Spider. So my questions to every for everyone are, do you do any of you believe that Ben can replace Peter as Spider-Man? What scenario would it have to be in order to be successful? Were you happy that they had Ben replaced Pete in the 90s? And do you believe that the contributing factor in wanting that was the, the contributing factor in Marvel wanting to kill Ben off. Also, I have one more question, which doesn't relate to the rest of this email. That is, do you guys think that the New York Warriors issues will be included in clones like trade paperbacks? I know that in some issues Ben made cameo appearances, but I don't expect those to be collected. I think there was a couple of stories that were contained solely in the New York Warrior series. But thank you for the question, the answers. That is Nova Number One from Australia. All right, guys. So let's go to the first one. Do any of you believe that Ben can replace Peter
0: Spider Man? No, no, not not it, not in the long term.
5: It depends on like how you ask the question. Replace him by Spider Man in the comics, or replace him as Spider Man like like permanently, like in the movies and stuff like that, like like how they did, or like like permanently, like in everything.
1: Well, I, I mean, the, when you read those first the first you know six months of of the Ben Riley era Spider Man, they were intending it to be permanent. Um,
0: well, they were.
3: I but think, the I think
0: wasn't, according to uh, his interviews. Well, Falco had an escape plan because I think. Well, you really don't put an escape plan in though, unless you're thinking. Uh,
1: well, I think he was putting an escape plan because he knew eventually he was going to the, the story was going to have to end. But um, anyway, the uh, I, you know, I, I think I think that question is really better off being talked about when we get to ben riley spider-man uh because we're going to be talking about that pretty at le- really at length in that particular and when we talk about like your last question the contributing factor that when marvel wanting to kill him off i think we'll definitely talk about that in when we get to spider-man 75 so we'll table your questions for now because really they are related to later shows
0: I think he was killed off just so that they can you know, like have a clear way of moving on, that there'd be no baggage when they move forward.
1: Yeah, and I think actually, uh, uh, I want to say Life of Riley actually com- explicitly states that. Um, it, concerning the New Warriors issues, I do know that they're going to at least collect one, which is Nightmare on Scarlet, uh, because it crossed over with Web of Spider- Scarlet Spider for its final two issues. So, And it's pretty pivotal in getting Ben in the suit and stuff like that so I'm pretty sure we'll see those issues I don't know what we're gonna see I, considering the fact that they put in Planet of the freaking symbiots mm-hmm. uh, I it would not surprise yeah. me. so so stay tuned we'll find out more when we get to those that point because we're still another one or two books off so anyway thank you for the uh, for the question sir and we'll get to the we'll, uh, I'm, I'm gonna save the email and that way when we get to those particular episodes we can actually talk about it
0: this email has been deleted. <laughs> I
6: don't know what, yeah. One thing he did bring up, maybe we could briefly talk about, was he kind of very glossed over the fact that having both of them at the same time exist, but in different costumes. Mm-hmm. What do you think about I that? I wish
5: to God that happened.
6: I, I think <laughs> they could have done that,
3: and then they could have had a. I think the fans of Ben Riley and the fans of, you know, Peter and most fans of. Some I think there people, some fans rich- of Peter didn't like Ben Riley, but most people who liked Ben Riley would have still bought a Spider-Man book, and then you could have had the swinging single Spider-Man and married Spider-Man without this deal with. Sorry, there. God, this
0: guy.
1: <laughs> anyway, How, do you uh, like Brand New Day? Okay. Anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the emails, and thank you for the voicemails, and thank you for the iTunes reviews. We really, 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 really do you appreciate have a Facebook? it. Facebook. Uh, there is another thing that I did not mention on the <laughs> show, and I talked about. That. I think I've talked about it several times. But you can like us on Facebook, and just type in SpideyDoo.com, all one word with the dot. Um, <laughs> Spidey.com is on Facebook, and you can go on there and, and you can interact with Bertoni, me, pretty much everybody. And
6: uh, Ooh, we got to add Jason now if he's on Facebook.
1: Yeah, we need uh, J- Jason. Jason needs to be a, a fan of...
0: Or you want I'm to be sorry. our friend? We'll be your friend. Okay.
1: Uh, we have 70, well, currently, we have 72 people that like us. And uh, we would like to see more people liking us.
5: <laughs>
1: this is what I posted on, on Facebook. I said, do you want to hear? You have your comment talked about on Clone Sucker Chronicles? Leave a comment here and we'll read it when we talk about the Facebook page on the show. So let's get our membership back up. It seems like we lost a couple people, which we did. We lost. I think we had lost a fan a week before. He said, "You can make it happen." And then I said, "We can get to 50. And then I realized we were already at seventy-two. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Clinton. if you can't count, yeah, from Texas, it's okay. Um, Clinton John McKean um, says, um, "The Black Scarlet Spider costume from Spider-Man number fifty-eight, which we'll talk about in the next episode, was always my brother's favorite Spidey costume." Love the show, by the way. Well, thank you, sir.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, and then we have Jesse Garrett, who hosts the, uh, with...
0: Tokyo SOS.
1: Tokyo SOS with Thomas Mattis. He says, here's a comment for you. It's nice to have someone who's got your back when you're defending the Clone Saga. That's how we bro, brother. Um, the first <laughs> yeah. comment I bought was Fireman58, and I was hooked. Also, do you guys have any promos? I oh, yeah. We're going to do some promos, so you might hear on those on other podcasts, but we'll eventually get out. Um... Corone, I like this one. Says, "Do you?" Th-? He's he's left voicemails on the show. He says, "What do you think we'll finish first? You guys, and the show, or the complete epic trades?" At this point, probably the complete epic trades because they're releasing one every three months.
3: <laughs> Doesn't
0: so, it come out this month or next month? Next month. Okay. And we plan to milk the show for as long as we can. We we have a plan for what to do. You know, once we get to Peter Parker issue seventy five.
1: I mean it's it's kind of it's kind of written in, in crayon and you know on some Manila folder paper or something like that. But we have a plan.
0: <laughs> we have more of a plan going forward than the Spider-Man writers did. Let's put it that way. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, yeah. Wait, you mean currently? Oh. oh no. <laughs> you know normally I'd say keep that talk out of here, but you know what? That's you know this is this is the episode for it. This is the episode. Yes, that's why
1: we're... One doing. episode I can get away with... <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So get it all out of your system now. So Jason's going to, like,
0: forward. Hulk out. Uh, Tim
1: uh, uh, Bunker actually left one. He said, would you, do you think it would have been a good idea instead of having Ben Riley die, have him survive, but relocate to Los Angeles or some other big city? And there would be a Peter no, Parker Spider-Man. As well as a Ben Riley Spider-Man title? For those that didn't, don't like Ben, simply don't buy the title. What do you think? Is This a, this was actually an idea that they originally had, similar to what they did with Thunderstrike and War Machine. Um, sadly, those two titles aren't around anymore, even though Thunderstrike was outselling Thor, which makes no sense. Anyway, <laughs> um, that was actually a plan, and I think that it would have been Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider. And uh, my problem was, if you've read the Scarlet Spider titles... Mercifully, we
0: did not get those books. Um,
1: (laughs) So I I think it's a good idea on paper. I just don't know it would be a good idea in execution.
0: There will be no A's when we review the Scarlet Spider
1: titles. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think Jesse Garrett was replying, hey. uh, Actually, Jesse Garrett I actually considering dressing up uh, at Dragon Con 4 in the black Scarlet Spider costume, which, by the way, folks, is the uh, black costume with just the mask and the gloves in the web shooters, but
3: who's... Never mind. <laughs> we'll call it the a, black spot. I want to see a black version of the hoodie. Nice. yeah.
1: Although, you might have saw some on the hoodie week over at Spider-Man Crawl. Oh, oh, oh. Go to Marble Marvel
3: Collective.
1: Banana, banana Venom.
4: Banana <laughs> banana
1: banana, that's all it be said. <laughs>
3: uh, so check, awful.
1: Um, yeah, and that's that's the comments we got on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook. Again, look us up Dot Spidey.com. It's got a big scroll spider image on it. We'll get some more images up pretty soon. So, And tell it to suggest it to your friends, if they're Spire fans. Tell them to come check us out. We like, we like to get new listeners every single time. You can all, remember, leave those iTunes reviews, voicemails, and stuff like that. Okay, finally. The the issue you've all been waiting for, for us to rip to shreds.
0: <laughs>
1: the trial <laughs> of <laughs> peace. No. no I, the, okay, that's this, next episode. <laughs> Uh, but the second most ripped issue of the Clone Saga, it has some pretty infamous moments. Bertoni, are you doing the rundown, sir? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, yes, I am. All right. Sal Busema doing the artwork. Tom DeFauro <laughs> doing the writing. Bill Savage Sim- <laughs> doing the finished art.
0: For those of you who didn't listen to our last uh, courtroom drama, Ben's on trial, but Ben is actually pretending to be Peter because Peter's on trial. Ben's just, you know, kind of sitting in. And he's about to pronounce guilty, but what's this? Sacra blue, in the words of Donovan Morgan Grant. Kane comes in and he's like, I am Kane, I'm the murderer. See? The mark of Kane and now I will kill Peter Parker aka Ben Riley. So that's what we start here. Spider Man is fighting Kane in the courtroom. Ben Riley is sitting there anxious and he's getting ready to go into action. When Mary Jane kinda of pulls him aside and says, Don't you dare, you're gonna mess things up for us now, you fool. Uh, You know, that's really nice, and Spen was sacrificing himself to go on trial for you guys, but whatever. Kane's fighting off Spider-Man and a bunch of courtroom cops when he actually finally gets quote-unquote defeated by Jacob Raven sneaking up and pulling a gun on him and makes the arrests. Uh, Kind of, you can tell by, you know, the dialogue and the size of the speech bubbles that this is a little anticlimactic and bittersweet for Raven. Kane thinks to himself while he's made while the rest is being made. Oh, I'll just escape later. Peter goes up to Spider-Man, and by Peter I mean Ben, and by Spider-Man I mean the actual Peter. And shake, yeah, are you all confused and thanks him. She's like Spider-Man, I can kiss you, and that's just part of what's waiting for you back at home. Go ahead. Over at the Daily Bugle, the news has broken that uh, Peter's innocent and everyone's pretty much, you know, doing like the ewok yubnub song from Return of the Jedi when Jonah comes in and says, Back to work But then closes the door of his office and lets out a little yippee of his own his own private celebration. Because remember, Jonah was paying for Peter's lawyer. Jackal and Freakface are in the Jackal's lab as the Jackal is working on an update to his car and virus while Freakface is looking at images of the parkers and ben riley going on about how much he hates them and oh jackal when are you gonna let me kill them i want to kill them and then Jacko's like patience i'm working on my update to the car virus raven watches kane's interrogation and you can see that there's a lot of silent regret here as kane says the words i killed her referring to louise kennedy raven walks away remembering his fallen partner and it's a little sad Back at the apartment, uh, Peter interrupts a very uh, boundary ambiguous moment between Ben Riley and Mary Jane. They're, you know, still posing as husband and wife on the way home, and Spider-Man's inside the house, and he's like, "Okay, even the media knows better than to, you know, bother a man and his wife at this time." Basically, hitting tending to Ben to get the heck out of there, and. Drops some more hints like, so, Ben, you can go anywhere you want now, can't you? You know, you don't have to look over your shoulder anymore. Where are you going to go? Stop touching my wife. Before the moment can get any more awkward, uh Seward trainer calls. He had recently, while examining the Parker fetus, discovered something that alarmed him, and he called everybody over to his lab. Meanwhile, Kane is being transferred to prison, and he gets another... Somebody's killing Mary Jane Vision and there's a shadowy figure in the vision and Kane's really really upset because the clone saga has had enough shadowy figures by now and he just wants to know who's killing Mary Jane but the vision ends before he can see who it is. Over at Trainer's lab, Peter meets Trainer for the first time and takes an instant dislike to this guy and he's a little mad that Ben shared his secrets with somebody else. Trainer says, "Uh I just called you over here to say that the baby's healthy." And then like, "Okay. Um that's it. And he's like, Oh yeah, there's genetic drift. So a parent one of the parents might be a clone. Peter loses his over this. And they're like, Well, you know, we can run some tests. and Mary Jane's like, Come on, Peter, do it for me. We owe it to ourselves and to the baby. And Trainer says, If you guys do it, if you and Ben each run tests separately with the equipment, then there's no questioning the results. So that's what we do, and we get a splash page of them looking at the results. Science. And this part's so important. We are going to read it verbatim. Ben, our conclusions are identical. They're a perfect match. Then there's absolutely no room for doubt. Peter, I'm so very sorry. You're the clone, and I'm the original. Big splash page. And you could already see Peter, like, getting angry, and Mary Jane looking shocked in the background. And Mary Jane doesn't help the situation any. She just says, oh, God, (laughs) my baby. Peter, with the most, like, serial killer look on his face, it's a lie, lunges towards Ben like a madman, it's gotta be a lie, you can't do this to me, you can't steal my life! As Mary Jane, like, flings back in horror, being grabbed by seaward trainer, Peter starts beating the living out of Ben, while Ben's going, <laughs> your life, your life? You should never had it in the first place, I'm the injured party, I'm the one who was robbed of five years... But despite Ben's apparent anger, Peter still throws him across the room with a swack. You can't fool me, Riley. I don't know how, but you rigged the test. Even the test that, uh, Peter did himself. You and Trainer are messing with my mind, just like Kane and the Jackal have done for months. It's the only explanation that makes sense. Ben lets out a little kick to Peter, flying him through the air. That's bull and you know it. Face the facts, Peter, you've been living under an illusion for the last five years, and it's over. Liar And that third Peter Parker? You're both fakes. Mary Jane's trying to get to them and trainers holding her back. Let me go, Dr. Trainer. My husband needs me. Don't be foolish, Mrs. Parker. They're out of control, both of them. And to further demonstrate how to control they are, we get Peter Parker punching Ben into some lab equipment. I'm through being jerked around wirily. I'm tired of playing everyone's Patsy now he's grabbing some metal thing and practically choking Ben with it. You're going to finally come clean. I will get the truth even if I have to choke it out of you. Mrs. Parker, don't go near them. You mustn't interfere. You might accidentally endanger your baby. Stop it, Peter. Yeah, here we go. Mary (laughs) Jane grabs Peter's shoulder slash arm. For the love of God, stop. You're killing him. Peter looks at Mary Jane out of the corner of his eye. And I'm sorry, it's apparent from the artwork. And Peter backhands her with a squat. Posted. She flies across the room. Peter looks at her and says, Get away from me. Leave me alone. Wham, she hits a wall. Peter doesn't look like he's calmed down any, but he says, My God, what have I done? What kind of a man am I? As he runs, <laughs> out, of the, as he runs out of a bil- uh, it looks like a door or a window. You can't tell with the arts. Mary Jane, lying with a bloody nose on the ground. Don't leave me, Peter. Please don't go. And that's probably the worst scene of the whole clone saga. And because the issue isn't over yet, we get another page of the Jackal giving Spider-Side slash Freakface his new costume and saying that he has a little errand for him and that he's finally completed his new version of the Karin virus. And we we're told at last it begins in one week. Maximum Clonage Alpha.
5: Silence says it all.
0: Yeah. Want to take a moment of silence for all the abused women.
1: <laughs> so, so finally Can we, we get the to the point. Finally, we get to the point of the Clone Saga where we're jumping into the pit of doom moment. <laughs> I think we've reached it, and it's a pretty downward spiral from this book. All the way to the Ben Riley era of (laughs) Spider-Man. There are some, there are some good ones. There are some good issues here and there, but uh, for the most part, it's pretty bad. So brace yourselves, webheads, as we as we go through this uh, very dark time in Spider-Man's history. This minefield. (laughs) This. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, this is this is this is like the ultimate. I, I don't really know how to describe this particular book, but I, I, I know a guy love. that I, I, I know a guy that can. His name is Gerard Delatour. How are you doing, sir? You still there with oh. us?
6: You know, <laughs> I, I'm going to totally flip the script on everybody. I'm giving this a B plus. Good what? It can't be.
5: <laughs> what kind of fool? <coughs> all
6: right, all right. I have to try to look at this like you know.
0: Objectively. I, I just gave him a timeout. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Josh, you really did that.
0: I just gave you a timeout so you can think about what you did.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, drop was dropped for for his opinions. Oh my god. I
6: think you just get to, dude. Uh, you know what? End of day. I'll-
0: <laughs> I, I had to give you a timeout so you can think about what you
6: did.
1: <laughs>
6: okay, I'm really, you have to try not to just rip into you right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, guys. This is the episode where
0: everything goes crazy. Okay. Anyway, uh, Gerard, tell us why you're giving this a
1: B
6: plus. Uh, well, let me just first of all, what I was saying when I, I got cut off by that by that Tony. But anyway, I'll,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: I. I want try to think, I have to try to look at this as if I don't know what's coming because that's an important part of the issue. So I tried as hard as I could. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, fr- pros, first big one is that scene in the Daily Bugle. I really like that. You know, when, when Jonah goes into his, uh, little back office or whatever after chewing everybody out and then he just, you know, gives a little fist bump and he's like, yeah. I, I like that scene a lot cause, you know, Jonah, even though he kind of rips into uh, he kind of ripped into Peter his whole life, like that punk kid or whatever, he, he does care about you know his well being to some extent. I mean, enough that he paid for his lawyer and all that kind of stuff. So Jonah got his moment. Um, Jacob Raven too got a got a really curious moment where he looks where where they have Cain confessing to the murders or whatever, and giving really terse statements where he just says like, killed her, and then Jacob Raven turns and walks down the hallway. That's a really great sort of exit for the character. I, I, I actually tried to look it up. That that wasn't his last appearance, but that was actually his second to last appearance, I think, in regular, you know, like, quote-unquote, present day. I mean, he appears in Lost Years, I guess, which started the next month. But other than that, I think, I think one of, like, the Scarlet Spider annuals, or some, some, one of those really crappy specials that came out, I think, is his last appearance. But anyway. Um,
1: yes, yes, it was. It was the uh, Scarlet Spider Unlimited number one. Was it for last appearance?
0: Oh god, yes. that's one of the worst but, comics ever. Yeah. <laughs>
6: so So if you ignore that one, this is pretty much his last appearance in the present day, I guess. But um and through all the way the plot, plot threads are sort of ending and stuff like that, you get the idea that this is really sort of the end of the first part of the colon saga. Like it actually it actually feels that way. You know, mm-hmm. Jacob Raven's basically done. Um, you know, Cain seems like he's done, even though we know he's not, and he's going to play a bigger role, but, you know, he's in prison or whatever. And then, you know, the, they're they're going home. Peter's exonerated. And then you get that twist. And, you know, whether or not you agree with it, you know, the idea that Peter was the clone and all that stuff, that, that's a controversy in and of itself, and I guess we'll debate that shortly. But you can't argue that that's an amazing twist. I mean... <laughs> As far, it's like oh, you know, Peter Parker's a clone. You know, it just, it just hits you really, really hard. Even, even as I knew it was coming because I haven't read this issue in years, it was still a pretty weighty, significant moment, and you have to give credit for that. But the only, the only con I have, I guess, to, to throw out there is that Peter suddenly, very, very sharply, just completely, I think, goes out of character. <laughs> at that point where, you know, he finds out he's the cult. He just, I mean, completely unrecognizable. And I know that they, that they did this partially to try to, you know, essentially prop up Ben, because, you know, they have to set him up now to become Spider-Man, and I guess they need to shunt Peter aside as quickly as possible. But they did a really bad job here, because, I mean, it's understandable that he'd kind of get, you know, like, he, he'd have a pretty negative reaction, but I think most people would probably... I think there will be more of a period where you feel kind of stunned, and you don't really believe what's happening. Just instead of just immediately turning to anger and then trying to maul the hell out of everybody in sight. So uh, that was the only thing I didn't uh, like. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that in a second because they talk about this in Life of Riley. I'm, I've actually got this up right now, and oh, okay. uh, we'll talk. I'll talk a little bit about what they say in Life of Riley. Continue right. on.
6: No, no, that, that's all I got. So I'll give this a B plus. I actually. Really like the issue for what it was, not necessarily okay. content-wise, but execution-wise. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good exe-
1: Good execution. Just didn't <clears throat> necessarily like the content. Okay. <laughs> huh. Speaking
5: of, huh? grants. Oh, I-, I wasn't trying to be snarky. <laughs> um, I'm going to respectfully disagree with Gerard. Um, not not that I I, I was mad enough to drop him from the call or anything. For Tony, but I think I I approached this issue the same way he did. I just came off on the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm giving this a D plus, or at least a D. Um, And because I think I agree with what he says, this is a very good, uh, you know, heavy issue that is definitely a landmark in the Spider-Man history, Spider-Man Clone Saga. I think that uh, a lot of important stuff goes down here. A lot of good stuff goes down here, but at the same time. The writing was just so inappropriate for the content of the story. I, it honestly felt like I hate to do. It honestly felt like Stanley was writing this in a bad way. And as as much as I hate to say that, that's kind of how I feel because you have like the tertiary third person narrator describing for us what we can easily see with our eyes in the panels. You have people talking like they would never talk about in such a situation. It, like it and it just. When you're dealing with a situation like this, like which reveals that Peter Parker, the one you've known for decades, is a clone, it just kind of undermines that fact with such heavy incompetence that it really does gut the gut any enjoyment from it. I think a lot of good things are done here. I agree with the Jameson scene. I think I like the way the story builds, like, like he said, with um, you know, the the end with of the, the Jacob Raven storyline, but. So all of a sudden, you get like you know, sewer trainer saying, "There's an anomaly. Someone's a clone," and then like within two pages, uh, you see you see a page of science and you know, their their blood samples are taken, scrutinized, compared, contrasted, analyzed. Like, come on now, Howard Maggie, you're better than that. And it's like here's 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 one of my biggest problems too. I've seen the page where the splash page where Ben tells Peter that he's a clone. I've seen that before, and in my mind. I assume that Peter had like was waiting or something for results and then Ben told him to find out that they both did the same test and they both knew because Peter says Ben our conclusions are identical they're a perfect match and then Ben says there's no room for doubts and then you get the splash page so Peter already knew the conclusion he, he, he in the panel before that he looks like he's already okay this is it I'm a clone and then the next pages he, he loses and goes crazy That's just stupid writing. I'm sorry. That's just, that's, that's inexcusable. If you want to give this heavy-handed revelation, you need to have more class than that. But at the same time, I also don't think that it's, I actually don't think it's that, up until him, him abusing Mary Jane, I don't think it's impossible, or I should say, out of character for Peter to beat up Ben and go crazy. Because when you think of, it's, it's like early in the Clone Saga when the idea of him first being a clone came up. He says, you know, Venom tried to kill me, but I beat him. Car- or, uh, um, Kraven buried me alive for two weeks, and I beat him. I- I'm not afraid of anything. Like, you can tell he's getting very desperate in his life. And at this point, I, c- I can completely understand him d- going practically insane and attacking, you know, whoever he sees. I don't. I really don't like him punching Mary Jane because I don't, I don't like that anywhere. And I agree, like like uh, that. Josh has been saying for practically years now. The retcon was redonkulous. He clearly sees her out of the corner of his eye and hits her. So that was bad. And then Mary Jane saying, "Don't leave me, Peter. Please don't go." Are you serious? I'm not to say her crying or something, but this is you're 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 taking this character and this arc, and you're completely mishandling it. You, you're giving this false. It's it's like it's like they're giving this false weight. It's like you know. How, it feels hollow to me, and I think that JMD, JMD Mateus could have done so much better if he wrote. This should have been an amazing. This should not have been spectacular. And JMD Mateus and Mark Beth, should have done this issue because I can guarantee, if Peter was still, if everything still happened that goes on here, but just with a different writer, I think this would have been an A plus. But right now it's a D plus because it feels so cheap. And aside of what actually happens, I don't. I don't. I don't like the way they did it.
1: Okay. So, you didn't, well, you just didn't like this issue at all. <laughs> um, Not really. Okay, we'll go to, who we'll got left? Jason, sorry.
3: If I'm, if I'm a, uh, quote, our good friend, uh, George Berryman, I love Tom DeFalco. I'd take a bullet for Tom DeFalco. This was awful. This was, well, let me explain how bad this issue was. I mean, I mean, first of all, I mean, the art itself is bad, because, you know, we got Bill Sinkovitz here, but... Zinchavich. Pete, Pete, Peter, did not <laughs> Mary Jane? No, this was... Good God. Yeah, I, I can't even put into words how awful this was. So I, I guess I, you're giving it an A. I'm, I know, I'm going to go with Kevin on this. I'm giving this issue with... Jeff. Kevin?
0: Oh, oh, got it, yeah.
3: No, <laughs> this this was horrible. This is Peter hitting Mary Jane is completely out of character, and as bad as the decision was to, to make Peter Peter the actual clone, it's him hitting Mary Jane or any you know woman who's you know not a superpowered villainess is just completely out of
0: character. His pregnant wife.
3: Yes, this was awful.
0: Okay. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah. Get a, we can't tr- uh, give we can't me, give keep me a, okay,
1: you, you said, you said G, you said G. I'm gonna give it, an, uh, I, I'm gonna, when I, we give the grades down, it's an F. Okay, an F's an F's an F's an F's, Is an, an F, it's an F. Unless it's you're talking about Maximum colonel, uh, maximum Clonge Omega, which that gives a Z. Z. <laughs> but, I mean, anyway. Uh, so F, D plus, min- D plus and B plus. Or B minus. I'm looking one. really
6: crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, kinda. You look like me. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, Bertoni, what's your thoughts?
0: Okay, I, to I can't wait. For M- Mr. Donovan, Morgan, Grants, and Gerard Delatorre. Okay, first of all, Donovan, you all, Gerard, you all crazy, D oh, minus. As if like this didn't like suck times a million. <laughs> <laughs> like, like like D minus, like <laughs> you, you didn't have that like you know. Okay, you know, uh, Gerard had some good points. The Ravens oh, is okay. pretty deep. The Jonas stuff. Well, okay, you're like, oh, this sucks, but you know, D minus, you know, because it it didn't rate my childhood. <laughs> but like, okay, I am gonna agree about the Jon. <laughs> you know, the Jonas stuff is good, and the Raven stuff. Otherwise, that doesn't save the rest of this issue. There could be like, you know. Ninja strippers on motorcycles, <laughs> and, this would, and this would still get an F because because of because of those final scenes. What ninja strippers is okay, but a Kurt Cobain joke isn't. What the ninja f- strippers on motorcycles. Okay, yeah, now before happen. we get to the before we get to the main event, which is that final scene.
5: Jesus Jones. <sighs>
0: That whole thing of, like, Mary Jane and Ben Riley, they're getting kind of close, and Peter's like, you know, hey, when are you going to get out of here? That was uh, that was uh horrible. I mean, I guess that, you know, yeah, there's going to be some drama there, but, like, everyone's just kind of crapping on Ben after he just got well, through trial and almost got murdered for Peter. And even Mary Jane's like, don't you dare go into that battle and try and ruin things for my Peter by trying to save his life. Why does he that- usually make... Break- Peter's a big boy. He can okay. Take care of himself. Why doesn't what, what, why doesn't anyone think to unmask Kane when they arrest
3: that's
5: damn, him? That's a that's a damn good question.
3: That is a damn good question. Because <laughs> if you saw his face, you wouldn't recognize it unless he already told you
5: who he was. No, no, no. Because Peter Peter slash Ben is already in the courtroom. If you unmask Kane, then they'll look like they'll look like Peter Parker, and then like the story would end up differently.
0: I agree with Liz. Okay. That, 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 that's my new that's my Okay, new whatever. Anyway, continue <laughs> on.
6: But well, hold on, he can't actually be unmasked though, right? Isn't there a legal precedent that unmasking one of these guys when they're arrested is like Oh like, what a... the <laughs> f ever I'm <laughs> sorry. No, no,
1: actually I, I, I thought it was that was talked about a Daredevil story. I'm sure uh, Gerard has Gerard has
5: credence to his claim. Want oh, me wake my dad up and ask him?
0: That's so stupid. Okay, yeah, ask your dad. <laughs> <laughs> wake up your dad and say, Dad, if a super-powered villain got arrested, are we allowed to take his mask off? He's going to punch you in the face.
5: And hey, say-. Cookie Monster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's That's cool. Cool. Okay. <laughs> that scene, first of all, let me just address this retcon that Donovan says I've been talking about for years. They later tried to say... Well, you know, Mary Jane... Uh, P- Peter didn't see Mary Jane. She's touching his arm and her speech bubbles. You can tell that she's yelling. She is yelling at him, like, a foot away from his ear. For the love of God, stop You're killing him. You can see him looking while he's grabbing her. Now... Look at his dialogue to Ben when all this is happening. He's coming after Ben. He's like, I'm tired of being everyone's patsy. You're going to finally come clean. I'm going to get the truth. Even I have to choke it out of you. Then he's saying to somebody, presumably Ben and not Mary Jane, as the retcon leads you to believe, get away from me. Leave me alone. If you're choking somebody and, you know, and saying, you're going to tell me the truth. I want the truth now. You're not going to all of a sudden say, get away from me. Leave me alone. No, he was talking to Mary Jane. How do I notice? Maybe because he was looking right at her when he said it. <laughs> so
5: that retcon, that was. You know what also? You know what also grinds my gears, Peter. Peter, like by all rights, Mary Jane should be dead. Peter, like look like like with Sabi Simmons' art, it looked like he used his full strength. He would have punched her head off. Yeah, it looks. It was that was. Oh god, that artwork. Oh.
0: Yeah, that's another reason. The artwork doesn't do anything to help Peter in this scene. From fr- from from the reveal scene on, Peter is drawn like not not only like an angry person, but like the most insanest
5: and rabid of
0: badmen. He,
1: he's drawn no, you know what he's drawn like he, he's drawn like Jack Nicholson from The Shining. You, yeah,
5: oh, yeah, no. and that where he says it's Think
0: a lie, about that. Know. He's
5: like <laughs> here's he's Johnny, Johnny. That's exactly.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. The, 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 this guy is gonna. This guy would make Jack Nicholson pee his pants. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. By the way, look at Trainers Lab. Look at that like well, that big machine. When Peter's going, you stole my life. That's like,
5: what is That's that? It's a Halo machine. What it's is? Halo. Yeah.
0: What is this stuff? Who is? Who is this? I know. That he's, Science. I know my he's wish. being funded by like all these people, like Osborne and stuff. Spoiler alert, you know. <laughs> Uh,
3: what, what do you mean it's funded by Osborne? No. Yeah, it, uh, uh,
6: this is there's, poor
0: Hus- there's okay. Amazing. He hit his pregnant wife. Okay. I mean, is there? Let me just say that again, so it can sink in for everybody. The protagonist of the book, the guy who we're supposed to feel sympathetic for hit his pregnant wife. No, he didn't just hit her. He tossed her across a room. Now, it, like a beach ball. Peter's been on an emotional turmoil with the parents and everything and all that robot stuff that happened. Um, if I had to give a pro, I'd say, you know, I am glad that we got some anger out of Ben from this scene, because it, it does make sense that Ben would be a little angry too, but there's just, there's no excusing this. Now, on to the next <laughs> stuff. The fact that they're making Peter the clone... Forgetting hindsight, forgetting what we're go- later gonna find out, you're basically being told that the that e- that every single thing that you've read since issue 150 is a lie. You know, this isn't like saying that Peter and Mary Jane weren't really married, and we'll get into this more in the debate. This isn't like saying that they oh, weren't yes really married; is. they're a messy couple. This is saying that Spider Man wasn't Spider Man. And you no. can say, well, clones are humans, no, but this is saying that like you haven't been reading about the real Spider Man since issue 150.
3: Yeah, but uh, at least
0: it doesn't change
3: at least it doesn't change continuity. Yes oh, okay, it does we're not, they, they, under, hey, yes. Everything that Whoa. you read that happened Whoa. on the page still happened on the Whoa. page is not how
0: it is now. Whoa. It so didn't happen as it was presented.
1: Hey, hey guys, we're doing that debate in a minute. We're still in the review.
0: I'm gonna toss you across the room like Peter did to Mary I, Jane. I, I, which I, by I, the I, way I, happened and oh go ahead, Zach.
1: I will freaking go Thunderdome on you you don't stop. <laughs>
5: I want to know,
3: when did did this book turn into, you know, focusing on Hank Pym? It's ridiculous. Can I I, I
5: point something out real quick? Did y'all look at the letters page?
0: Yes, yes, and and, and let me read you a portion of my favorite letter, actually.
6: Poor poor Christopher Curry.
0: (laughs) I don't want to see this drag on for years on end, like the Jean Grey-Madeline Pryor saga. There is such a thing as overkill, folks. Please remember it.
5: That was in my notes.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Yes, that was in my notes, too. So, yeah, the whole thing, and I'll get into why I hate it later, of Peter being a clone, that gets this in F, the artwork gets this in an F, and, you know, the, a very good point was raised. If Mark Bagley and Jamie Mateus had done it, like when Peter was having this fight with Ben, we'd get some internal monologue from him, like discuss, like you know, exe- like we we'd get this whole thing of like Mary Jane's feelings, Peter's feeling, everyone's feeling. Yeah, by the way, Mary Jane, your husband just found out that he's not a real person, and like you know, when he's on emotional edge, you know, don't say anything to make him feel bad. Like,
5: oh my God, my baby. No, no, no. no. Well, she said it's counter. The dialogue in... Makes she seem like she said that to herself, not like, "Hey Peter, the baby." She says, "My baby." I mean, like he probably could have heard her do this, like I don't know, spider sense or something. But I don't think it no. was like her t- talking to him.
0: It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I understand well, okay, that Mary okay, takes okay. human. She's gonna, you know, she's gonna have reactions. She's gonna have a selfish reaction, you know, which is fine. But you know, way to help the situation, MJ.
6: oh
1: you're such a dick to me
0: so um in the words of mr crocker from fairly odd parents
1: f (laughs) okay so straight f f d minus
0: b plus plus. i'm gonna give this don't you dare give it anything above an f
5: <laughs> has <a> shotgun <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give this a C C min. I'm gonna give this oh. a sting.
3: I'm gonna give a stick. Josh and I are coming over to your house and
0: making you pay for that. <laughs> just, said,
5: like, see my that face right face. now.
0: My eyes just <laughs> went so wide in like surprise okay. slash disgust, like who the f is this guy?
5: Oh, okay, no no, I'm you know
1: what? You know what? I'm changing my grade fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm reading
1: this again.
3: Kids, there's an important <laughs> lesson here: Your intimidation gets you what you want. <laughs>
1: okay. No, but the only good thing that makes this issue even worth worthwhile—that's a hell of a cover. I
0: love that cover.
5: It's repeated when, when Peter, when Ben says he's a clone, because like they're on the same side. Yeah. People.
0: You know what sucks about that cover, though. It, it it it's holding the insides of an issue where Peter Parker throws his pregnant wife across the room.
5: <laughs> you know that uh, I can't wait to, to dogpile dog on this argument that Bertoni's going to have in a minute. Cause it'll, be, it'll be glorious. My, my my deal my deal with the whole
1: Peter smacked the bench, which that's a quote from <laughs> a moviegoer. Because remember, this was immortalized in Spider Man Three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, it would have been immortalized better if she was pregnant, and he had thrown her across the whole room. Yeah. Um,
1: <sighs> oh, really? This artwork is—I love you, Sal. I really do. But this was—I'm sorry. It was f- this. Um, the Jonah scene was probably the—the the Jonah and the Raven scenes are the two best scenes of the issue, um, and any other book, there would be—they would be the highlights of the issue. But with the rest of this, uh, the cane looks horrible. I, Kane looks like he, oh God. His artwork. Kane <laughs> doesn't
5: can't look but, really, he can't even tell his face.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he did not He has no facial features whatsoever. Stewart. I'm sorry. Seward Trainer. He looks like the jackal with the beard. Um, <laughs> so. there's, not, not, there's nothing. There's no redeeming value to this book at all. Um, okay. Let's 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 be honest, folks. Peter smacked his wife. Now. Wh- Considering he was in a red-faced, angry bull rage, um, I'm willing to forgive him a little bit for that, but it still doesn't justify him hitting his wife. Uh, By far the worst moment of the entire Clone Saga. Um, Remember, I want to read. I kind of want to read this because this is this is just fascinating stuff. I'm reading on verilyarchives.blogspot.com. You went from a C-minus really
5: to a D to an F in like five seconds. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I, I, got some, I, got some, I got some really interesting. This is from Glenn Greenberg, the uh, assistant editor at the time. He says, spectacular Spider-Man 226 was, of course, the most pivotal issue of all, and in more ways than one. Yes, it's the issue where Peter found out that he was the clone and Ben was original, but it was also the issue where Bob Bielinski faced his first real challenge as editor-in-chief of the Spider-Man books. The thing you have to remember about Bob B. is that he... The clone socket did not reach under him, he inherited it when he took over the Spider-Man EIC. Remember I've talked about in past episodes where they had the five editors-in-chiefs? Well, he was the Spider-Man editor-in-chief at the time. And he says, and I don't think he ever felt comfortable with the idea of revealing Spider-Man. We all knew and loved for the previous 20 years, it had really been a clone. But he took it, took over the book so late in the game, the storyline had so, been so firmly laid out, that he, I don't think he felt that he could just make the writers suddenly switch gears and abandon the plans they had been following for all, for so long. The way I see it, Bob was torn between what he felt in, the, in his gut was right for the books and his desire not to mess with too much of, with his career staff, who had been there long before him. Did Bob know in advance what was going to happen in Spectacular 226? Absolutely. He undoubtedly read the plot when he first came in, and I know for sure that he read the issue once it was completed, and that he signed off. On it before it was shipped, so he proved it. He signed off on it. and He let the story run as it originally was written. As I recall, he immediately regretted it. I remember the, I remember he had second thoughts about it right after the issue left house. So he began pondering ways in which the story can be done without it looking like a total cop out. Of course, at that point in the game, it would be utterly impossible. Time to undo the story was before the left house, not after it saw print. And the rears essentially had the rug yanked out from under them already. From that point on, Todd DeFalco... After DeFalco had so dramatically and pretty damn definitively established who was the original and who was the clone, any backtracking would be seen as Marvel copping out, Marvel buckling under the pressure from its readers, Marvel not having the guts to stay behind its own stories. As the dust settled, Bob B calmed down a bit. At least he was willing to give Ben a chance as the quote-unquote one true original Spider-Man. But looking back, based on what I saw back then and what I know now – I think he was a man constantly fighting his own instincts and trying to convince himself to move forward with something he did not and could not ever believe in. This dilemma would only get worse over time as as time went on. So and then he talks about him hitting Mary Jane and said, we got some black publicity, but come on. It's not like Peter was presented as suddenly as a wife-beater.
5: <laughs> he wasn't
0: presented as a wife-beater, just a guy who beats his wife.
5: <laughs> consider the circumstances Peter was in
1: a rage his whole world had been turned upside down he's in the middle of a brutal fight with the man he believed had just robbed them of his life Mary Jane had, was warned by Seaward Trainer not to go near them and Peter and Ben were both out of control but she ignored Seaward <laughs> she ignored Seaward and tried to get in the middle of them and stop to stop the fight clearly she's shown grabbing Peter's arm and the next panels, Peter showed flinging that arm outward to shove her away from him now So that he can continue the fight. That's how I always interpret the the scene. Peter was so angry, so on the edge, that he wasn't fully aware of what he was doing, which is the point I just made. And that he, slightest bit irrational at that moment, he surely wouldn't have taken into account the fact he had super strength and that he couldn't just shove a normal human being away like that, although (laughs) he did have a fist closed. And I know that's how DeFalco intended the scene to be interpreted. Looking at the issue now, though, I'll grant maybe some of these subtleties did not come through in the art as clearly as they should have, and that that provided enough fodder for anyone who was really looking to make a big stink about the scene.
0: Glenn Bringerg, I love Life of Riley, but you can't just like... He's like, well, what you have to understand is, you know, Peter was angry, <laughs> Mary Jane was... Warm. That's like a guy saying, well, you have to understand, he's beating her because, you know, he's working late hours at work, you know, the boss is really riding him hard, the kids are he's, being he's loud.
5: Like, it, it, to, he, he told her not to go, but she didn't listen to him.
0: Yeah, you know, so it's, it, it's obviously Mary Jane's fault.
1: <laughs> I can see where you, where you think that. I just... <laughs> I'm just reading what he says. He says, finally, his closing thoughts was, uh, Belinsky signed off the issue. It's not like he didn't see this artwork before it was printed. When Marvel took some heat and the issue came out, Bob's reaction was to get very conservative and skittish about showing anything that could possibly precede as violence towards women, even showing women any sort of jeopardy. This completely screwed up a Venom cover that Brevoort and I commissioned by artist Kyle Hortz. The cover was for a storyline that reunited with his ex-wife, and the illustration depicted Venom looming over Anne with his long tongue wrapped around her. It was romantic in a twisted sort of way, but after 226, Bob uh, had previously approved the cover, but now asked for so many revisions on it that after Kyle had finished it and turned it in that we ended up not using it at all. It just would have been so watered down to the point where it was, lacked any punch whatsoever. He says it's a shame because it was a really nifty cover.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what a tool!
1: <laughs> anyway, oh man, so that 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 completely ends the uh, crap storm known as two twenty six. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for: <laughs> the great debate of two thousand ten. What is more controversial? Two twenty six is spectacular, or five forty five is amazing.
0: Why don't you just say the Clone Saga or Brand New Day in general? Because there's like okay, yeah, no, no. fine. Because there's stuff from other issues that we're probably gonna pull?
1: Okay, okay. Brand New Day or the Clone Saga, which is more controversial?
5: Are we are we showing who was on who was on which side?
1: Jason, I know, is gonna be on the Brand New Day side. I'm gonna be more on the Brand New Day side. Go, uh. Bertoni <laughs> Clone Saga side. Morgan? Donovan Morgan? What do you think? What side are you on? Yay or nay?
5: Uh, <laughs> I'm actually gonna like, I, I, I hate to gang on Bertollian, but I actually think that B&D's...
0: Oh, I can fight play. you all off, trust me. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
5: Gerard?
6: I'm on Grand is worse. Ooh.
0: High five. This is like Dodgeball when like... <laughs>
6: <laughs> Gerard okay. just,
0: like, walked over to, like, my side of the gym, and we just, like, high-fived each other.
1: You know what? I will be the mediator. You guys... I
0: vote we go. all just beat the <laughs> out of Bertone. <laughs> <laughs> this is starting to sound a lot like dodgeball in middle school. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, okay. B- Gerard, Tour, and are the brand new days are on the Wacolinshugger side. Jason and Donovan Morgan Grant are going to be on the brand-new day side. And I, for the sake of argument, will be neutral. How's that? Why,
0: why don't you like, just decide uh, at the you, very end? You should be allowed to have your opinion, too.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give my opinion at the end, but I'm, I'm just going to let you two go at it. And then.
5: <laughs> Maximum Cards was the worst out of all of them, and not the episode of Brooklyn <laughs> No, okay. we're, all, anyway.
0: we're all like circling around each other like in West Side Story, snapping our fingers. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: all right. So, Gerard, Bertoni, give your thoughts of why the Clone Saga is more controversial.
5: Gerard first.
1: Gerard first.
6: The clone saga is more controversial because, at the very least, I mean, at the very least, we're having the same Spider-Man in Brand New Day that we've had for, I don't know, since 1962. Now, you could argue, oh, uh, different guy, you know, this guy, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, it's still thematically the same story. About responsibility, whether or not they're carrying through on that is a different story entirely, but, at least in terms of the premise, nothing has changed significantly. And oh, with wow. the Clone Saga, you've completely, I mean, forget about pissing off a segment of the fans that like the marriage. With the Clone Saga, you're pissing off 95% of the people that were reading the comic pre-1993, basically. Okay. And you can't argue that. I mean, the, the number of people that are fans of Peter Parker as Spider-Man versus Ben Reilly as Spider-Man, that's a pretty huge imbalance. I mean, essentially, not, almost all, all of the people that were in the Ben Reilly as Spider-Man camp are people that began reading comics during the Clone Saga, which is supported by this podcast. Right, Zach? Because that was... That, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, Bertoni. What are your What are your thoughts before we start the giant? I'd like to I'd like to cross examine somebody from the other side, if I may. Okay.
5: am I'm i sticking like out of the out kind of the doorway. Jason. Oh, okay. Since
0: Jason is the passionate one, Jason. Um. Now, be warned, listeners. There are going to be spoilers for current storylines, like the Grim Hunt. Craven's Last Hunt, really great story, isn't it? Fantastic story. One of your favorites, right? No, my absolute favorite. Okay. Um, <laughs> lots of fans think that uh, the death of Gwen Stacy is also a really good story. What do you say about that? It's a great story because Gwen Stacy died. Lot that story is held as a masterpiece to many, as with Craven's Last Hunt. Now, obviously, with Brand New Day. The Grim Hunt, they're bringing Craven back, which is making some people angry. They reversed a classic death. But what you have to remember, that's yeah, the sorry, death you just of lost Gwen Stacy argument at that moment. moment. What you have to remember is that the Clone Saga brought back Norman Osborn. You can see now, he's been back for so long that you really at this point it's hard to imagine the Spider-Man books without him. But at the time, you were pretty much crapping all over the death of Gwen Stacy, which is one of the that, that two-parter is one of the greatest spider-man stories of all time so you want to argue that they brought back craven i say they brought back Wednesday. stacy now tell me what the most out of character insulting thing that peter parker's done in brand new day is Can what you is the deal with satan sure anything the drunken hookup sex okay drunken hookup and sex and the, the mass sex okay i'll see your drunken hookup and mass sex and raise you Hitting his pregnant wife? No, throwing her across a room, which was an accident. Bullshit. Doesn't matter if you retconned it to be an no, accident. No, no, yeah, happened. you know what? It's fell apart quick. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, Unlimited power.
3: Drunken hookup, No, hey, don't look at my face. Is way worse.
0: Oh, uh, then hitting your pregnant wife across the room. Then hit then throwing
3: your pregnant wife across the room, drunken. Yeah, be, 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 because because we got Black Cat selling his bodily fluids. He's never acted like this anywhere. And here's the thing: unlike uh, this, wh- you know, this horrible. I'm not gonna, you know, obviously hitting his wife's awful, but it lasted one issue. We're still having to deal with this. Hey, I'm gonna go around and have you know,
0: that moves shit. In okay. Brand New day. it doesn't matter if it lasted one issue or if it lasted 50. He Throwing your pregnant wife across the room is a lot worse than having sex with a girl and keeping a mask on.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. nothing's... Uh, uh, go ahead,
6: go, go ahead, forward. Well, what, Jason, all of a sudden you're like pro-wife beating? I mean, what, what the hell kind of argument what, no, is this? No,
4: no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Beating so... your
6: wife's dead, but it's not as bad as, What? <laughs>
3: This is awesome. He did not beat her. He did not hit her repeatedly. He accidentally smacked her across the room.
0: You are justifying it. What you are you? an enabler.
6: I only cracked right across the room and almost <laughs> one. That doesn't count. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Why are you going to bring the, the argument? Oh, and okay, you okay. Kind of- what about the fact that he made a
3: deal with Satan? You know, the, the you know <laughs> God's enemy,
6: and you're all like, "Oh, that's not that bad." I make he with Satan all the time. Legitimate religion, right? I mean, what? How
2: do, how do you <laughs>
6: <laughs> know? Mephisto oh. is red,
3: has horns, and calls God "him who I hate most," and refers to being cast out of
6: heaven. Damn right, he's Satan. You know what? I, I think. I think. You have something against Satan worshiping people? I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Right, I do. Okay. I'm biased against Satan worshippers. And you listen okay. to me. How can you be against Satanism? <laughs> this is getting
5: personal. <laughs>
6: this is the like, okay, like trying to oh, I
5: gotta make. mute my mic. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't. can't no. Out
0: of here.
5: Gerard, do go, go.
1: Well, I. I... I guess Gerard decided to leave. (laughs) (laughs) thats it.
4: Was
0: was he being serious right now?
6: He really left.
0: I I think he really left, guys. He's logged off of Skype. (laughs) Dude, really?
4: Jason
1: Baskin. Well, we we lost Gerard, guys. Um,
3: he couldn't take. He couldn't take it. I, yeah, he just wow, that was that was her, her that was was, anger was just, I was I I, le, I leave people crying and bleeding, it's what I do.
5: <laughs> alright, like Peter like Parker.
3: Donovan
1: Morgan Grant.
5: Alright, alright, alright. Josh is coming at us with the whole, hey, Peter Parker kind of hit his wife really hard. And that's that I'm not trying to justify that. I'm not trying to compare which was which which action is worse. We're trying to talk about which is more controversial. And here's the thing, I, Peter, Peter hitting Mary Jane is rarely brought up or even talked about. Now you can, you can make the argument, so is the Clone Saga, but the Clone Saga actually, A, is coming back into continuity, and B, I mean, no matter how much Marvel will put the hush-hush button on it, the Clone Saga will always be memorable, but Peter Parker hitting Mary Jane just just isn't for one reason or another. Peter Parker making, making a deal with Mephisto is being talked about like every single day. And and in both both Clone Saga and Brand New Day have gone on for two years now. They are they're about the same. Am I, I'm correcting that, right? They're the same length. Uh, now? they're almost actually gone three. I
3: was like, I Brand mean, New Day is actually past uh, Clone Saga and the um Mackie the Mackie Burn reboot at this point in terms of length. Well, yeah, well, in terms of <laughs> the amount of issues, yeah, it's it's already passed. It passed. Yeah, whoops. That.
5: Well, I mean that's the thing. Like I, I say again, I I know a lot of people who enjoy Brand New Day, but. The amount of people who don't enjoy brand new day will will never shut up or, or be silenced because of how controversial it is. Like, even if they like brand new day, there people are still reading about one more day. And at least here's here's the main thing: with the Clone Saga, there was a lot of crap going on, a lot of really bad things that were that were controversial, but the story kept on progressing. With brand new day, we can complain about what's happening now, but we are, the, I think in the back of everyone's minds who are complaining about, it, there's a sense that. It'll remain like this in a static motion. With the Clone Saga, it was more like, what's going to happen next? And, and, yeah, and that, more of a Like, you,
4: know, like you exactly. have,
5: maybe you have um, Peter Parker not trying to be Peter Parker, but since you have quote unquote the real Peter Parker, what's going to happen with him next? It's sort of like more, there was more, there's more opportunities for good with the, in the fans' minds in the Clone Saga than with Brand New Day. Where Brand New Day, there were so many genies coming out of the closet with just what happened, let alone the status quo of, of, the brand new day you know comics that i think if you just compare you're losing your argument if you compare which one is worse you have to find out which one is more controversial due, with, due to the circumstances
1: okay uh, I, I will bring this up because this is a point that people bring up all the time if the internet existed back then we wouldn't we would be hearing the same thing about the clone saga that we hear now about brand new day and one more day okay, okay dexter <laughs> Um let me let me be Frank. Hi Frank. <laughs> it's good to be here. My name is Frank. Um let me let me be honest. when I say this. This is di- very difficult because I because as somebody that really likes the clone saga, you know, is passionate about the clone saga, hey, that's why I'm doing this podcast. I'm gonna go with brand new days more controversial because of the era that it occurs in. Okay, If it had occurred, if as I it had occurred today, it would be just as controversial as, brand new, as one more day. But because of, look, yes, Peter Pied and his wife. But people don't talk about that. That's, that's what, you know, Donald
0: and They try. do, though. You <sighs> do. Well, but okay. other people do. It's it's well, it's not clever? something that it's not something that's forgotten about, like like how Donovan was saying. And you say, okay, well, how, you know, how, we how have drunken mass hookup sex, but you know, by that same how argument, often how often, often do they bring up the you know did they bring up the drunken hookup with Michelle in the book itself? That's okay. brought up more with the fans than it is the book. So I can put that same argument right back at you. Okay, but
3: on yes. message boards, what comes up? More often that that's Peter because hit because this one is happening right now. Well, no, 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 no I you I'll, just I'll said you. it shouldn't matter what time it's happening.
1: No, but for Tony, let me let me let me throw this at you. What do you people talk about more—the fact that the, uh, the Peter being a clone and Ben being the original—or do they talk about Peter smacking his
0: wife? They talk about Peter being the clone.
1: Okay, so I mean, you throw that argument out, and that's and that's a good argument, but. but people don't talk about that. They talk about the Peter's everything we know is a lie. Whereas with One More Day it's the same exact thing. That's the the similarity between the two is that well, what you think you know you don't know. Because we know that you don't know that you know that you don't think you know. And Yeah, exact. (laughs) Okay. Um, The difference between the continuity still happens with Peter being the clone. Okay. All the stories still happen.
0: You had him fighting, you know, Harry Osborn as the Goblin. You had him fighting... They didn't happen to Spider-Man, though, from what they're saying. Well,
1: I mean, okay. uh, Yeah, I mean, the original one true Spider-Man, yes. that, That particular phrasing, I could see what you're saying with that. But the Peter Parker you read you're not gifting those stories because that was
3: that was the Peter Parker of that era. It all <laughs> happened the way it happened on the page. That's not this case. with yeah. brand new day.
1: It, it's it, it's not like you're, when you when you you know you have the uh, alter the re, Spider-Man revisions on the Spider-Man crawlspace, where you take out wife and putting girlfriend or significant other or I'm in a committed relationship with this person. You can still read those stories with Peter Parker as a clone and. You're not having an alter in your mind, oh, this Peter Porker's a clone.
0: Um, if I was to tell you that after Nightfall, Bruce Wayne was kidnapped and replaced with a robot, and that robot's been Batman since the end of Nightfall, would you be able to go back and read those Batman stories the same way again? No. Why are you bringing Azrael into this? No, I, No, I said after Nightfall. I'm using an example, because you're finding out that the, that this Spider-Man's been a clone all, the to- all this time, and you're saying that it doesn't change... But he's saying that it doesn't change the past stories, but it But does. continuity
1: is still the same.
0: Okay, but uh, answer the question, though. If I was to tell you that every single Batman story since issue 500 wasn't really Bruce Wayne, it's actually been a robot, would you read those stories? Okay, but you, me- didn't,
1: you didn't phrase it that fir- the way the first time. You said every story since 500, you had Batman as a robot. Yeah, Okay, but you when you said it again, you said every story before 500 Batman.
0: Batman. No, I'm sorry, I, I meant after 500. Excuse me. Okay, no, excuse me. Yeah, he's been replaced by a robot after issue 500.
5: So you're saying like if like Bruce Wayne back, murderer, cataclysm, all that stuff happened with the robot Batman.
0: Happened with the robot Batman. Would you be able to read those stories and say that nothing's been changed?
5: I, well, you know, I think that a very good points, but I think what also you have to keep in mind is that the what. Whoever was experiencing those stories still experienced character if development. the it was still someone you were following. Shield
3: Guardians,
0: and then, hey. uh, it's
5: nothing to do with.
0: Oh, well, that that that, that, that mm, I feel bad for Hal Jordan fans. I really <laughs> do. Anyway, <laughs> I, I,
5: huh? Oh no, no I, I was I was saying I was just saying that um, I think what a lot of people take away from it is that it's still someone experiencing going through life experiences. I mean, it's it also like, yes, it's a clone. It's not the one we knew from the from Amazing Fantasy 15, But at the same time, it's not like none of this happened. And it's not like we didn't see this happen. I think that's in the... I'm not trying to justify, you know, saying, well, it should have been a clone. Because obviously I prefer it to be the real, the real Peter Parker. And I'm not saying... I'm not trying to downplay that this is controversial. Think about it this way. One more day happened after Clone Saga. We have seen Peter Parker go through the Clone Saga and come out of it. So the Clone Saga... It's not. It's, it's a different animal because the Clone Saga happened bef- without a Clone Saga to, to go before. Do you know what I'm a, there,
1: Okay, yeah. There's a beginning, a middle, and a end. There's a beginning, a middle, and a resolution. There's a resolution in the Clone Saga, whereas One More Day is open ended. Um, the difference. Be- I'll tell you. I'll tell you the problems that I think that are not in the Clone Saga that are in One More Day. Number one, <laughs> there was a couple of moments, i.e., Charlie Peter Parker Part Four where <laughs> oh, not, yes. not act, Peter's not acting in character but 97% of the Clone Saga because I mean this next month Thank if you read Maximum Clones he's not acting in character at all um, Every, every, pretty much everywhere else in the Clone Saga you have Peter acting somewhat almost completely in character Okay, a couple of glitches here and there in Brand New Day Peter is not acting the way he's acted for the past 20 years you see what I'm saying?
3: Exactly. Um, Peter Parker in One More Day. If, if 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 he let's be fair, he is he has acted in character once in Brand New Day, and that was the short Greg Weisman story.
5: Well, I would also put uh, story.
1: the Betty Brant story was using was character. The Flash Thompson, anything with Flash Thompson, he's done well with in character. What. Uh, as somebody that's, that's read all the issues, I of, of one more day, or since one more day, and I'm continuing to read it, um, but there's been a lot of out of character moments. There's there are been, far and few between. There are far and few between. Yeah. <laughs>
5: uh, I also to th- the idea that, um, like, just real quick, Zach, like when I, I'm, I don't, I don't want for a second think that I'm trying to justify him smacking Mary Jane, but I, and the, I also kind of think of like the the context. You know, he's gone through, like, he's gone through, like, the whole robot parents. He's gone through losing his best friend. You know, he's gone through being buried alive. All this baggage within two years of his life. And now he's being told he's a clone after all this, after going through the whole Judas Traveler crap. So, I mean, as much as I wish he didn't hit Mary Jane, it doesn't surprise me that he did it. And I don't, I I, I wish they wouldn't, I wish they actually would have dealt with it and have him, like, I don't know, go to therapy or something for that, because that's, a serious thing that they could have at least made some good stories out of. As, as, as Dem- bad that Dem- would have been,
1: that would have
0: been Dem-Taze's Alley. I mean, that would
1: have been exactly. Great.
5: That's why I think Demonetias should have written it. But I mean, there, it's not like it's not. Like, and the
0: therapist would have turned out to be the Chameleon or Mysterio.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying that it's, it's not like it was one issue of the Clone socket <laughs> where he was mad and hit her. He found out he was a clone after all of this. It was a pivotal moment, and that was done to show you how much of a pivotal moment it was. It wasn't good, it wasn't great, but it was understandable, whereas at least with the, with One More Day, you have issues like Aunt May's soul saying, Actually, Peter, i rather like being dead. Don't worry about me. And and, and she, it's my time to go. He says, no, but it's my fault. And, and we've already yeah. experienced in the Amazing Spider-Man 400 that happening before, and he he and he was fine with it. Even though he didn't know it was really Aunt May, he was fine with it then. It doesn't make sense that he wasn't fine with it now. That was more, in, in terms of the context, that was more disturbing to the character's personality than um, this was with um, this issue that we're talking about. I,
1: I think that, that the difference between the two is that Defalco always, want, always wanted a backdoor out. This was always going to happen. That they were always going to reveal, "Hey, Peter's the clone, Ben's the original," and they they're, they're going they were always going to turn it back around with Amazing Four Hundred. But then they started dragging it out because it started selling like hotcakes. Um, <sighs> with one more day, it was it was an editor in chief saying, "Well, I think Spider-Man's broken. Here's how I'm going to fix it." I can't think of any other way of doing it. So let's bring in Mephisto, a character that does not belong in a Spider-Man book.
3: If you don't like it, you can... Sp- Hello? How oh, he cut
0: out when you said that. Yeah, you, 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 you like bleeped yourself out. I will, now, I will say that, yes, he handled Aunt May's death much better in the Clone Saga. I will say that at least the Clone Saga was smart enough to leave Mephisto out of it when the idea came up. But I still say... Peter can kick a puppy in every single issue of Brand New Day for the next five years, and that's still not going to be worse than him smacking his wife. You can say that every single Peter Parker and Mary Jane story was them as a domestic, you know, couple and not a marriage, but that's still not the same as saying that he's not really Peter Parker and that he hasn't been Peter Parker for 20 years. You're saying that he's acting out of character. This is more than out of character. This is him not even being the actual character, Which I think is worse. Now, I am a lover of the Clone Saga, or I wouldn't have approached Zach about, you know, putting this podcast together. You know, I mean, I love it for the good and the bad. And there is a lot of good in it. I don't want to make it sound like I'm a Clone Saga hater. I do think, though, that this is more controversial. And because we're in the midst of brand new day right now, the wounds are still fresh anything could still happen you know at the time of the clone saga we were this was being presented as the status quo guess what guys Ben's gonna be spider-man you guys are gonna have to deal with it it's you know but it, it was so long ago that people forget how controversial some of the stuff is now I mean, yeah you, I'm had, not- you, had
1: a, you had a good 30 readership leaving but <laughs> the sad thing was is despite the, the, those readers leaving a lot of them were starting to come back when Ben became spider-man to check out oh hey let's check out this new status quo because they meandered for six months. I mean, you had maximum clonage, and then what? Well, uh, another... Th- three or four months of, of them meandering, and then you had to add on that to stupid-ass uh, Scarlet S- Spider titles that were just that were nonsensical and pointless?
0: I'd like to pull out a surprise uh, witness for the arguments. Baby May. Anything that you want to say well, or Baby May was killed off at the end of the Clone Saga. You killed off Peter and Mary Jane's child. That's a it was pretty... It mort- slide that she was still alive and kidnapped.
5: Well, okay. Well, in the actual issue, she looks like she died.
0: Yeah, you miss... I mean, so... You know, I mean, if I had to, like, gather evidence A through B, I mean, you know, for a final argument, and there really is never going to be a final argument, but my big argument pieces are Peter throwing his pregnant wife across the room, Peter not even being Peter, Norman Osborn being brought back from the dead, and Peter Parker and Mary Jane miscarrying their child. Those all sound like pretty heavy stuff. You weigh that against Felicia stole his blood, and there's a psychic, you know, mind block, and he has sex with his mask on. You know those things kind of pale in comparison.
5: You know what? Yeah, I, th- I think I think I'm going to agree with Josh. That, that oh, so.
0: <laughs> Donovan crosses the crosses the gym and goes on. To-
5: <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I'll, I'll explain why. I'll explain why. He has well, a good point yeah. with the whole. Um, oh, you want to go real quick. Yeah, let me, let me jump in
1: for a second, and I say, you know what? Anything can happen because honestly that that was what that was the hallmark of the phone they're trying to emulate this in that respect with brand new day and they're failing miserably at least the execution was so much better because i'm sorry these guys that are writing it outside of uh mark wade who's clearly an established writer and joe kelly is somewhat established but Wade's a firmly established writer. He's had he's a legendary ones on Flash. Uh, didn't he did have a Mark run on Robin. Broke
5: Kingdom Come. If you've not read that, you owe it to yourself to read it. Yeah, I mean,
1: so he he's had yeah, a Kelly legendary.
3: also permeates it with sex,
0: you know, racism, sex jokes. So no. What? So Donovan was about to tell everyone why my opinions are awesome. I'm going to let him do that.
5: <laughs> I'm saying that he makes a good argument um, why it's controversial. Because you're right, like the brand new date is still fresh in our minds. All, all the stuff we've been talking about with Michelle and Black Cat has happened within the past year, and also like with the whole Norman Osborn thing. I never, I was, I was like what six or seven years old when he came back. I never gave a shit whether he was dead or not because I was too young to give a shit. But at the same time, it was part of the classic 360 really storyline. You did, he did kill off a, a a hyped up character in Baby May, and in that issue we're supposed to end, and. You know, something else I also neglected to think about until just now, and uh, unless unless Howard Mackie was writing it, there was seemingly this like this status where you wouldn't even talk about the Clone Saga for years on end, uh, in, in in the Spider-Man books, and that kind of does say something. I think that I was equating more of the argument with with One More Day than I, against the Clone Saga than it was with Brand New Day. So if if this is about One More Day slash Brand New Day versus the Clone Saga in its controversy, ow. I'll, I'll begrudgingly
4: have to uh, concede and, and, and admit to falling on J- for
1: Tony's song sorry guys burn alright well I guess I'm be- I guess that people are like oh well you're, you're on the- <sighs> I'm kind of neutral I, I think they both were extremely controversial they're both being talked about I think there's a lot more people <laughs> I kind of feel I, I kind of feel for the one more day crowd the the brand new day crowd because it it, it kind of feels the same way as the crowd like me in like Bretonni and the guys like doing the show so I kind of feel for those guys but at the same time these are guys that you're not seeing this huge influx of of new readers that the Clone Saga had you know what I'm saying because we're I mean almost all of us started reading during the Clone Saga I know I did yeah um, and Gerard did too it's sort of you know most of us except for I mean in terms of the regulars on the show uh, Brandon because well he was just being born uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean for the majority of people on this cast they started reading during the Clone Cycle whereas we're not seeing that at
5: least not yet
1: with Brandon so
5: you know, well, I, um, can I can I ask real quick, when you guys were, when you were aware of the Spider-Man comics and then aware that, oh, actually, Brendan Riley's the real Spider-Man, and he's the real Peter Parker, like, what were your feelings towards that? Because I can speak for myself that um, I was like, oh, really? Oh, okay, if that's the way it's going to be. I mean, as a child, I was a lot more accepting towards more radical ideas because I thought that's how comics did, you know, Aunt May's day. Peter Parker was married. He was expecting a child. That kind of stuff, that kind of life-changing stuff, I assumed was the way that comics wrote because that's how I assume real life is, and I thought comics, especially Marvel comics, emulated real life as much. So I just kind of went along with it. Then, I, then I grew up and realized that everybody hated that idea. But what, what did you guys think about it when you were when you when you first heard about that idea?
1: I, you know, it didn't really bother me. It, I was the same way. It was, hey, we're gonna move on. You know, it wasn't as pivotal as a, 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 such a long-lasting relationship.
0: It mm-hmm. took... It, it kind of knocked the wind out of my sails, because it was in literally one of the first Spider-Man books that I ever read. And I had to kind of, you know, wrap my head around this. Like, okay, so right here I'm reading about Ben Riley in, like, this old Lee Dicko issue. But he's wearing the... And it, this is like... I had to make my peace with it. I didn't like it, but, you know, I wanted to read my Spider-Man, so, you know, I had to make my peace with it. And when they did wind up reversing it, I was very relieved. You know, it made things, like, a lot less confusing, because to me, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Spider-Man is not a blonde, you know. The character of Ben Riley is great, but Spider-Man is Peter Parker, not a blonde, you know, Brad Pitt lookalike working at a coffee shop. And that's nothing against the character of Ben Riley because he's a very good Ben Reilly, but he's not, not, Sp- Man. But he's not Spider-Man.
6: Yeah,
1: I agree, guys. Number one, I, I do have to thank y'all for that. That's the arguments they're being thrown about here are, are going to be debated about for a very long time.
5: For years.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 no, I really see that because I mean you have two really least, and like I explained on Michael Bailey's show, this is an era of Spider-Man. The Clone Saga is an era, just like the brand new day, one more day is an era, just like oh, the man. eight, and just like the you know the DeFalco-Stern era was an era. These eras, I mean, because you have two controversial eras, I think they're equally controversial in their merits. But, I mean, obviously, Bertone's going to disagree with me on that. Diamond's going to disagree with me on that. They're both extremely controversial. Which one's the one? I I
5: I think putting it in their merits equally controversial is a good way to put it.
1: Uh, I mean, they both have such such controversial aspects that we're talking about today. I mean, the phone saga... I would wager, in terms of the uh, getting people to talk about it, they did succeed uh, with the clone soccer because we're still talking about it right now, and people still talk about the clone soccer. So, people um,
3: we'll like start flame wars over it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really great debate. I, I, you know, we'll table it for now. Maybe in you know six years from now, we'll pick it back up and, and see if our points are still valid. Because obviously, there's
0: there's a lot of stuff that we. we you
2: know, I hope go. Gerard
0: will come back for the next episode. I hope he wasn't too mad. I, I, I'll, I'll talk to Gerard, and I'll, uh, I'll
1: bribe him. You know, some
5: <laughs> <line> <laughs> <of terrible laughs> pay him more than you originally did.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, pay him more than you know. the YP price are free. Um, okay, guys, I want to make a couple of quick announcements because I know I said on the last episode, and I've kind of talked about it on the past couple episodes, that we're going to do one big epic Clone Saga Chronicles Maximum Clonage episode. What we're going to do is instead of doing one giant episode, because it's going to be a three hour long marathon at least episode, we're going to do similar to what the Spider-Man Crawl Space does with their call-ins. We're going to do the review show where we're going to review, uh, briefly touch upon uh, uh, the Jackal Files, New Warriors at 67, right? Bertoni. Uh,
0: yeah, well, what is it? Sixty-seven. I think it's sixty-seven. Lunderson New Warriors six,
5: New Warriors yeah. forty-four. What? Oh, it's 60, it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's sixty-one. Sixty-one.
0: Yeah, New, 60. Warri- New, yeah, New Warrior. Yeah, New Yeah. New Warrior sixty-one. We'll only briefly touch on that.
1: Yeah, because it's not. I mean, it, it's related, but it's not related.
0: <laughs> Spider Side says, "Hey guys," and then
1: yeah. yeah. So you got, uh, and we'll talk about why. Um. New Warriors randomly becomes part of the Spider Man family of books. <laughs> um, so you've got Jack files New Warriors, sixty one, you've got Maximum Clonage Alpha, uh Peter Parker, Peter Peter Parker sixty yeah, sixty one, uh spectacular Spider Man number two twenty-seven, yeah, two twenty seven, Web Spider Man number one twenty seven, and amazing Spider Man number four oh four. Uh as well as Maximum Clonage Omega which uh, we might actually reserve the letter G for that one. Uh.
0: <laughs> nothing was worse than this. Uh Oh, no.
5: Oh, no. <laughs> Josh has a gun in his hand. He's like, nothing! Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of fail. In
0: oh, you're going to, I'm going to get really mad when we read, like, that final part of The Greatest Responsibility, because Peter does, like, this whole speech, like, in internal monologue about how he didn't even know that Mary Jane was there when he hit her, and, like, it's this whole thing, I didn't see her, and I hit her, I didn't see her. I'm just going to be, like, I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be, like, yelling, liar! Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, we got, we got we're going to read Maxwell maximum coverage.
1: The front, the backward, the ugly, the good, the bad. Um, we're gonna do a whole episode devoted to that, and then we're gonna do a the college show. Now the college show is gonna consist of two different things. Number one, we're gonna we're gonna want you to review not just Maximum Clonage, but we want you to review the Spider Man clone saga as a whole up to this point. Uh try not to try to avoid spoilers, although we've talked about that in this episode, but for those of you that are following along and this is your first time reading the Clone Saga and stuff like that, I know most of you know what happens next, but um, let's review from the beginning to the, to the to this point, which is really kind of the halfway point of the Clone Saga. Um, also, SpideyDude.com celebrated a birthday mm-hmm. on June 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so you can leave us some birthday wishes and some well-wishes for us as well. Um the maximum clonejack episode. I will. I will say this. We're not going to be doing. Uh, we're going to probably. We're going to be doing voicemails. So you can talk about this debate and leave us a voicemail. Um, continue to send us emails and can send us- continue to talk about it on the Facebook page. We will probably not talk about all that reaction to this episode until after the big clonejack extravaganza. Uh, the cl- maximum clonejack extravaganza. So probably won't be for another couple episodes before we get back to doing the emails we will catch up um and we'll we'll read a lot of fan mail on that one we're just kind of we're kind of tabling that because we got so many issues to cover with with maximum clonage that we want to get everything done in one fell swoop and, and we'll be handling that so with from all of us to all of you man this was a great episode guys <laughs> thank y'all any other parting thoughts as we, as we get hope, on hope out Gerard of here Come home, Gerard
3: <laughs> Please come home
1: uh, Yeah, Sounds
3: like an after school special
1: <laughs> Well, thank you guys For listening to the Call and Chronicles Podcast We know you have a lot of different choices When you're listening to podcasts We do appreciate you tuning in to us I'm Zach Joyner And this has been another exciting And extremely exciting edition of the Call and Chronicles Podcast
2: Take it away
5: Dashboard
1: Special. <laughs> so,
4: be good to your lives. Oh. Dangles on a string Like slow spinning Redemption Winding in And winding out The shine of it Has caught my eye And roped me in so Mesmerizing so Hypnotizing I am Captivated I am Vindicated You can read my
6: reviews of Grim Hunt on spider dot Hey, lucky there. Nice luck, sir.
1: As the, the, new super- your, the new How'd you your- like
3: that? How'd you and like that? And you can feel free to complain about it on
0: CBR.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's getting it. That's getting it. Oh god. No. No, <laughs> leave that in. Are you serious? <laughs> are you serious uh, what about taking the high ground what about okay uh, if all of uh, you want me to leave this in i will leave this in but i believe
1: there the views the of jason do not reflect the, of the management staff <laughs> matters? there's
5: no You've such the thing as if, you guys, if the yeah. listeners want to know what jason looks like he basically looks like mankind is being dragged away right now
0: <laughs> okay so okay so let's vote or, or do you guys really want to like do you guys want to want to keep that in
5: you know what, put in the bloopers because if, if, if it's in the front, if it's in like the straight version of, of the episode, people are going to get really pissed whether they agree with us or not. If it's in the bloopers, then, we'll, then they'll know we at least cut it.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright, we'll put in the bloopers. Um, okay, anyway, let's edit that part out. Okay, <laughs> this Of so course. <laughs> hey, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> you okay. leave it in. You think? You think?
1: <laughs> uh, okay okay anyway let's edit that part out okay this is so of course yeah okay i do agree gerard think as i mainly directed about you what are you what are your thoughts on it
4: uh, I wasn't paying <laughs> attention. <that.
6: laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still in
2: Hannah
0: Montana. Yeah. Dude, you can't expect
4: me to pay.
6: Yeah. Zach, restart. Anyway.
0: Your, Zach, restart your Skype.
1: Oh, uh, really? How much did it get in?
0: No, it got all in. But you're like really getting very staticky. So.
1: Okay, i will gonna restart
5: Skype. So. All right. Ooh.
0: And now for our intermission. Oh Gerard, he's pissed.
5: I don't, I don't see how Gerard can last like even in getting to the issue now.
0: Yeah, like the the one time where we have like one issue to cover and like a debate and like it's uh
5: taking fucking heard... forty minutes to get to the thing.
6: Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll just fly to Texas, decapitate sex <laughs> mail, mail his skull, Fred, with a ransom note.
0: You know this is all being recorded.
6: <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I, want, I want them to know it's <laughs> I, was I was like,
0: with, Pamela's going to be subpoenaed. <laughs> Hmm? Pamela's gonna be subpoena Point to the man who said that into Skype. Was that man in the <laughs> courtroom today? Yes, he is. Who is he? That guy!
6: Did I, did I a- and then my head yes. my phone breaks in, and then he... <laughs> 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 like an acid touch into the, the table. <laughs> this is a wonderful blooper.
4: <laughs> and I'm back, baby!
5: Hello? Set the spider to
0: the wall. Hey. Okay, am I, am I good now? Yeah, you had just wrapped up uh, Facebook, so... Okay, if you're going to put something in chat window to stop a recap dead, make it worthwhile.
5: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to stroke or anything, and that's getting cut.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, but, God. Um... Yeah, no, that's surviving, <laughs> yeah, let me tell
5: you. <laughs> what do you think, Jason?
0: What? Did you fall asleep? <laughs> okay. Did you just pull a Michael Bailey? A
5: Bailey? No
3: no I did not, but I just I kinda zoned I'm getting tired because it's getting late here.
0: Whoa! I don't even think I wanna hear your story. <laughs> but I... you must hear the scratched <laughs> spider story. Why you no. don't tell me I was clone. The <laughs> cloning process <laughs> has proven <laughs> unstable. <laughs> You're coming apart. Okay. Alright, fade, you know. fade out. Fade
2: out.